What's going on, guys, and welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast Fight Club Edition. Before we get into all the action, please go down and hit the like and subscribe button below. If you don't got time to watch us on YouTube, go check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere else you check out your podcast app. And always feel free to comment below. If you got some shit to say, say it, because we probably got some shit to say back. But now let's get into the action. These are the hosts for your Fight Club episode today. I'm Paul Pickham and Wynnum Concha. I'm the Spork Encyclopedia and a Drunk Gambler. And today I'm joined with... See, it's not fuck you. It's like everything you know and everything you stand on. Because it's your boy Lil KK, a.k.a. the Don P.Y.E. a.k.a. that nigga on the motherfucking screen. What's going on, you boys? It's your dog, P.T. You already know. Yes, sir. Well, we're going to do things here at the Fight Club a little bit differently for the recap episode. We're just going to throw in one. Yeah, all in one, dealer's <laughs> choice. For, uh, shit, let's start off. Let's start off with a bang, the quickest fight of the night. Shout out my boy. I got my Mexican shot glass. Shout out my boy, David Benavidez. That knockout win. I believe it was like a minute in the third round. He knocked his ass out. It should have been the first round. Hey, that really was a, a case of a referee saving saved by the bell. That shit was bad, but I already knew it. I, I can't remember if I said a prediction in the last episode, but I already knew that shit was gonna be a knockout in like three, four, five rounds. Kev, did you see uh <laughs> did you see the big knockout? Did you see that boy put on the show? I think it could have been stopped. I think you could have stopped it at the latest. Like we knew this was gonna go down like this. Like I, <laughs> I think y'all could have just like let him face off once or twice and been like, all right, we got we got a bag up front. We got tickets, non-refundable. All right, y'all boys, keep moving, keep it moving. We'll play being a warrior though and coming back at least. <laughs> I, res- I respect his chin. I respect his pride, and I respect. Yeah, the pride. Yeah, he probably practices and trains really, really hard. But God right. damn, David Benavidez. Like, so how do you say his name again? Ben, ben Benavidez. David Benavidez. Monster, animal, dog, goat, powerful. I don't know, whatever you want to call him, give it to him. Boogeyman. I see why everybody ducking him. I got, I, after this one, you got to give Charlo a plant. Like, I need to see something gangster. Like, y'all boys got to stop. Y'all boys got to turn up. Y'all boys ready for yeah. it. He said, them bitches know what's up. <laughs> he, he already know, man. They don't want to fight him, bro. He really, he's a problem. His he, fighting style is different. He is called the, uh, Mike Tyson dubbed him the Mexican monster, which I think is very fitting for, like, the way he fights. And he's so heavy-handed that, like, a jab or, like, a simple – those simple punches that you don't think really doing much damage is a fucking – is the equivalent of, like, a haymaker. <laughs> like yeah. It really it looks like he's not throwing too much power, but, like, it it has a lot of pop behind it. Crazy. 
y'all boys had it right though. The over under, I think I put it at three and a half or four and a half. And uh, y'all y'all both took the under. I just wanted to make it exciting. I took the over, but I, I knew that leading up to it, I, everyone knew that boy was gonna get dusted. Oh quick. yeah, we did do the under. Hell yes, but I already knew that shit when I heard David fucking Lemayu or whatever the fuck. I was like. Solid man. He went out on his shield though. He's trying to send him through the ropes, man. He did. Send him through the ropes. That shit was bad. At least the trainer stopped it before it got ugly. Yeah, and the ref, I don't know if uh, uh y'all saw but what the, the post where the ref basically said that he would try to stop it at the end uh, whenever you saw him step in at the end of the first round. But the yeah. bell went off as he stepped in, so he was just like, "Well, fuck it." Like I peeped that. That's why I said it should have been a first round stoppage, cause like, bro, he was fucking him up, man. Like off rip. Okay, <laughs> what did the ref tell his ass after that first round? My boy said he's on a short leash, homie. He was on. That a was sh- probably the easiest money he's ever made, bro. Like, it was probably like he probably had harder training sessions. God damn, Mark is on his head. I know Mark is. <laughs> Marcus ain't letting this man live, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit, bro. That shit just be crazy to me, bro. He went out there and made that shit look easy. Well, so this is kind of relevant towards the cause because he called out everybody. <laughs> everybody some bitches if he asked Benavidez right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Canelo, he just came out and said that he is going to fight Triple G for the trilogy and then get the B-Ball rematch right after. Like It's Canelo's world. He said it. Like he said that this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna fight Triple G first, get that trilogy done, and then Bivol rematch you next. That means Benavidez, even though wasn't this the interim champ, whatever the hell they wanted to call it, like isn't he now supposed to be able to fight for a belt, or is he just now just gonna like continue continue to sit, or like what is he gonna move? Like I don't know. I'm not saying Canelo's ducking him, but Canelo got other plans for at least a year or so. Yeah, nah, it pretty much is going to be a sitting game because, he, I mean, unless he just changes weight class or he tries to move up or down, but he's going to have to fight guys like maybe go after Charlo, maybe just maybe look for that fight because, I mean, I don't know who Charlo is fighting right now. And, or Caleb Plant needs to fight someone, but still, for a belt, shit going to be looking. I don't know, man. That, but at least, I mean, I'm kind of excited, though, that Canelo's fighting Triple G, though, in September before the B-ball fight. Now, what if Triple G wins and just retires on his ass? Damn. Damn. <laughs> Man, if Canelo takes two L's back to back, that should be crazy. But I do think it's going to be more interesting, uh, though, since he did lose. Yeah, no, I mean, you can't be mad at that fight. Like, this is a fight everyone's been clamoring about, but now there's some new shit happened. They the, that fight's been sitting on the back burner kind of for a little bit now. Yeah, you gotta take care of that business and then worry about going back up. But what's up, Kev? I think I think he was waiting on it. But Benavidez, man, he's the, he looks like the pound for pound best right now. Not he looks like the he looks like in that weight class. He's looking dominant. Like I agree, to- bro. I I think he can beat Canelo. I think he can beat Charlo. Like. Caleb Plant. Plant, and he's 25. Like, that's the scariest thing. Like, three-time champion by, let's say, two years out because all the waiting games. Like, 27 three-time champ. 
That's uh-huh. like as long as he keeps his head straight, that's gonna be a lot of defenses, probably a lot of wins. Yeah. I already dubbed him as my like everyone has to have a, a horse in the race. And a, that's my new favorite boxer after watching after the buildup of watching all everything I saw and then actually watching him like do it live for for three and a half rounds. He, and he's Mexican. Nah, he's nice, bro. And like the way and he has a high IQ too, so it's like he's he's different. That's why Canelo doesn't want to really look at him right now. It wouldn't be smart to. I'm not gonna lie to you. Canelo runs his. Yeah, he gives so many problems. That's true. He gives a lot of people the business right now. But uh, speaking about giving people the business, the person who did it better than anybody in boxing history, he had a uh, an exhibition fight this weekend that no one really talked about or knew about until <laughs> until it was happening and that boy still i think was he 46 floyd mayweather is still giving people the business the business we got murdered by the old the old man the don old, moore yeah Bird got murdered. don't get me wrong floyd's a goat and he still has hands like that i don't want to see him fight no professional fights just go ahead and enjoy that 50 and oh but boy that boy got whooped the shit out of that boy. But that more kid, I was ready for that old ass man to put them things on me like that. I think what was it like eighth round? There was a, there was a clip of him. He was doing. He was he took the sign from the ring girl, and started walking around shaking that shit. Floyd's put on his own show. <laughs> he was a ring girl. That's a fucking problem, kid. But was my question is because I I could view this fight two different ways, like. Was Don Moore, did he think he had a shot of winning? Was he talking shit? Like, where was his mind space and everything? Like, I know everyone thinks they're going to win if you're in the fighting game, but, like, realistically, like, what was his realistically odds? Because, like, he probably just went in there to think he was going to get a check and just tried to cover up and throw that's, a jab. That's what I'm thinking, because I'm like, bro, like, was Floyd at 46 years old just like, bro, I need to beat somebody up. Like, I think that I think somebody. I think they were former sparring partners. I could be wrong, though, but I think they knew each other. So I'm pretty sure it's just, like, for a check, bro. And Floyd uh, just went out there and did some light work, put on a little show. Well, Don Moore earned every cent of that check but, with that ass whooping he got. So I'm, checking, <laughs> I'm, checking, I'm checking DraftKings right now. It's saying that Floyd- <coughs> Floyd Mayweather's typical purse is ten million, while his competitor usually set at one million. But projections for this bout that Mayweather will earn upwards of fifty millions from pay-per-view sales, and more could expect between six and ten million. But like, oh yeah, bro, sign me up. That's for draft tomorrow. Kids. I get flushed. <laughs> yeah, sign uh, me up tomorrow. But. And on the undercard. Uh, Anderson, so they had the goat of boxing and the goat of MMA on the same card, and like no one was talking about it. But Anderson Silva came out, put on a show. I can't name who he. It was like Marco, I think something, or Bruno something. Yeah, I seen he won. People are talking about him to fight uh, Jake Paul now. Yeah, because Jake Paul claimed he could flush Floyd and Silva in the same night back to back. <laughs> That's he live tweeted. Amy Toilet. Just saw that shit too. That's not like a motherfucker. He'll die, but that's not a motherfucker. Uh, but uh, oh, the last thing since we're talking about Floyd, last thing on the boxing before we jump into the UFC world, 
uh javante davis is fighting with uh uh, uh romero is coming roly romero roly romero is coming up this weekend stay tuned but what I want to say is he said that this is his last fight that for under the Floyd, uh, the Mayweather promotions, uh, he was saying like it's time to move on, et cetera, et cetera. It's, but about, it's been time, man. Yeah. Had to, got to get under that, out of that shadow, but it's bigger because he wants these matches. He wants these matches, big matches made, and he's not going to get those under that Mayweather promotion. They're going to say, take your time. You know, Lennon LB, he knows what he's doing out there, but let let, let that boy fucking Javante free and let that boy go get him. They like they like using him for like pay-per-view numbers and just keeping him like on a leash almost. Cause like he's seeing all these other young guys like Shakur winning all these belts. And like they doing bigger things at a faster pace at a younger age, and he's getting older. He's 27 yeah. now, so it's like he need a you need to get it in gear, man. Start like, you know what I'm saying? People don't even want to put him on top 10 pound for pound, so. Floyd told us that. They, you want a short lease, homie? They want, they like, I feel like Floyd and them, they be like still treating him like he's still a prospect and he way past prospect stage, man. They, so, they, like, they be so careful with him. Like, they be putting him into positions to be like... Because he shouldn't even really be fighting this guy right here, but they say they got beef, so they got to settle it. So it's like, I mean, all right. <laughs> but you can go fight Lomachenko. I mean, Lomachenko's dealing with his thing, but he could be fighting other guys for sure, but... Yeah, no. See that. Rolly Romero ain't skillful like that to be fighting Tank. We'll talk about it on the on the preview, but Roly, I do not like the setup for this fight. I think Roly's probably like the Jackson Mahomes of um uh, <laughs> boxing. I think he's kind of stupid. Oh, that might be spot on, bro. Yeah, I, I will give it a suit, nice. Whoever his tailor is, get that boy, get that boy a raise. But even his dad doesn't even like the way that nigga be talking like that. The way he be just talking, talking, talking. So even to get his shit whooped, but that's all that we'll talk about. And he about got that squeak, yeah. We'll save, yeah, we're, we're, we'll save that uh, that talk for the next episode. But yeah, you, I think we're all kind of on the same page. I want to say, hold up, wait. <laughs> <laughs> and then on uh, on the same night, we had in the UFC world, we had the UFC Vegas fifty five at the Apex. Holly Holm versus Caitlin Vieira. And uh, before we talk that fight, I hope y'all came and watched the co-main event because them boys, they got fought of the night. Like you said, like Michael, the Michelle Piera and the other guy, like they were just throwing them things for fucking, it was a war and it was fucking was exciting. And then after the fight, after Piera wins, he called out Masvidal, which I kind of like because apparently Masvidal sent some emoji to his girl. Damn, uh, but it wasn't no, it, it wasn't no sexual or anything. It was, I think, it was the prayer hand emojis, like praying for him or something. And like, he took it as a diss, like, "Hey, if you got something to say, why are you texting my girl? Text me." Mm, boy. Yeah, but hey, I like it because you, like I said, they weren't like what middle of the pack welterweights. Put your name in there. Throw your name in the uh, in the discussion. Right, you got you got to call out these big dogs. Make your own narrative, like like set yeah. up your own fights. Get right, because like Masvidal, is like really at a gatekeeping on point. Almost it feels like 
it's like that just might be half the guy got to run through to get onto the Kamaru Usman track. Like if you, we run through him, then we'll put you on the okay. Then you can fight Kobe, and then you can fight Usman type shit. Edward, uh, yeah, all the top dogs. Uh, but then after that, this is the the what meat and potatoes of the UFC was the Holly Holm versus Ketlin Vieira. Holly Holm lost to Kellen Vieira by split decision. And this may be one of the most controversial calls we've seen while we've been talking UFC. Uh, I ran a poll on the Proly Blitz page. 99 people voted who they thought won after the split decision to Vieira. And 95% voted for Holly Holm, which is a large discrepancy. Everyone thinks she got robbed. Uh, even DC Daniel Cromier was openly saying stuff while commentating about, like, oh, I, I don't know how you judge that. Like, uh, you know, he was just letting them have it. So, right. it sucks that Holly Holm at this age, she's going to fall, but like, Kayla Vera's going to rise. Kev, do you think she did enough to win it? Or do you, you see a fucking, did you see Holly Holm win? Like, are you part of the 95? I thought, oh, I was rooting for Vieira, so I was watching the fight from a standpoint of, like, damn, if we could only just, like, do a little more, like, damn, I'm thinking we're down, thinking we're losing, like, mm, and when you look at the stat sheets, she killed it, she killed her in significant strikes, like, it really felt like... Doubled it. It did not seem like, I was rooting for Vieira, but it did not seem like she did what she needed to, to win, but, like, it was a very, it would be a very hard to um, score fight. It was hard to watch. It was not hard to watch, but it was hard to judge. So, like, you never let that bitch go to the judges, man, because they're going to hurt you every time. What I saw was, like, home, we put her in the clinch, put her on the cage, put her in the little sidearm clinch, control Vieira for three minutes of the round. And then for the one minute of standing and banging, it was like Vieira was the aggressor and Vieira was handing the harder shots, big shots. But it's like, how do you judge someone who got dominated for three, four minutes on the cage, but then they win the one minute of standing and banging? And like, I thought she lost even though I was rooting for her, but I'm not shocked. Like when the judges do this shit, it's just like, this happens. People want an open judging format because people want to know like, what the scores are throughout the rounds, but then people also don't want someone who's winning to kind of coast to victory. Like, cause if they know they're winning in the fourth round, they might not engage and shit like that. Those toss up rounds be so hard to judge and score. Yeah. It, it, shit. It, I, I'm not going to say it was highway robbery, but that's what everyone on the internet saying. I'm just the messenger here. Vieira was back in like really tough, so like could have went either way, but I mean it is what it is, I guess. Vieira says that the judges knew Holly Holm was trying to stall. That's why she won. Damn. So it was like no humble. That was another reason why I think people were going in so hard was because like if sometimes when the split decision goes one way, the the winner would openly be like. That was a close fight. I don't, like it was a good fight, but like when someone's kind of like, I knew I won, and everyone from the outside looking is like, I don't, I don't think so, bitch. <laughs> yeah, <I don't. laughs> so, yeah. There was like no humbleness in the answer. Damn, I respect it, but you guys want to know what the fuck I was doing in the beginning of this shit, though. What was you doing as the uh, the UFC? Because it was not really the most lit card. I'm not gonna lie. 
I'm not gonna lie to you, right? So I was, I'm the this boy Paul said, hey, tune in eight o'clock, be there by eight o'clock because you go, you don't want to miss the co main event. So I got there, like, I was in the car, eight o'clock. I oh. just have some <laughs> snacks. I got some snacks, kid. I get, I get to the parking lot. I'm watching the fight before the co main event just to see if somebody gets the shit kicked out of him. So, <laughs> so the next thing you know, I hear a shit ton of screaming. I look up, and I'm looking like, damn, no, I can't even hear the screaming right yet. I just look up and I'm like, damn, they look like they finna fade out here. But I'm watching the fade, so I don't care about, I just watch what I care about, what the fuck's going on outside. I'm literally watching people fight right now. So go back down to watching my shit. I look up, now I really see like, oh, they finna bump. But so I'm like, I don't give a fuck, I'm watching the fight, I'm chilling, chilling, chilling. I look up, now I see one loud-ass girl. She going ham. She, fuck, blah, blah, blah. She's spazzing. I mean, giving a business, kid. I mean, talking mm-hmm. that shit. I'm thinking she probably got like 40 niggas inside or something. She deep. She probably got She probably got hands, 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 and feet ready to do whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever she says, that any because the way she was talking that talk. So then I look down again because I'm trying to watch this fight. I'm trying to stay engaged. Like, I'm not worried about these bitches. I look up. Now that girl that was talking that shit has like five girls in her face. Still talking that shit. It was really like, it was really like more like three. Nah, it was like five. But still talking that shit. And these, and there's a group, there's a set of good Samaritans of the, that was the <laughs> niggas that was out there that was stopping this, picking these these girls up one at a time. Like really having to really moving them. Like the chill. They was telling oh, the other girls, go they telling the other girl, go home, go home, like get out of here, like we're sparing you. How we don't know how long we can keep this up for, like motherfucking. But the other girl just wanted her fade so bad. So now I had to get it in. Yeah. So now, as you can see, my phone is turned. My phone is now on the floor, upside down. I'm watching. I'm watching the escapades and what's going on outside right now. And now Paul just happens to call me right here now, and I'm like, oh, Paul, this is the best part. You can call it, yeah, I'm telling Paul what's going on out here. And every time I look down to Paul, I tell him, explain him what's going on. I look up and some new crazy shit is happening. I look down, I look down, it's one on three, right? I look up, there's like, there's like two girls in the air. There's a girl upside down. There's like, these dudes is like really manhandling these girls to get them to chill. Like, and they're still spazzing, they're still beefing. There's a book bag getting thrown. And then this is when the shit gets crazy, right? So, that girl eventually leaves. Like once she gets that bag, she kind of gets out of there. I feel like she realizes, like, okay, I'm kind of outnumbered. Let me get out of here because they was finna wreck this bitch shit. I'm jumping, Bruh, They was finna wreck her shit. It it looked like they already started fighting and then it and then spilled it to outside. That that was the vibe I caught. But there was another girl, right? This is the girl I initially seen to make me feel like, dang, I think there's a little there's some tension in the air over there. I see another girl. Now I can't tell who she beef with. She just yelling in the air. She yelling that way and she yelling this way. And then like I'm like, are you yelling at the girl that just left? Are you yelling at what 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 y'all got going on, right? So then I look down. I I'm trying to explain to Paul what's going on. I look down. I look up again. Now I see her getting snapped on by three girls. So I'm like, okay. So now I know what's happening. So she's getting spazzed on, right? So I'm explaining this shit to Paul. And this is the last time I looked down because I learned to not look down again after this one. I look down and then I look up again and this bitch has a baby in her head. I'm like, Man. what? I'm just looking 
nigga, her shit just baby and all. Oh, baby and all. And I'm just like, what uh, What the fuck just happened? Oh, where the fuck did the baby come from? Where in the student living in the, where the student living apartments? Like, where the fuck did the baby come from? Baby and got a fight too. Somehow, yeah, I was saying, baby was gonna learn how to walk and throw punches at the same time. Like, <laughs> gonna how to, he must, he was, he was, that's when I had to teach her how to pull hair. But motherfucking, that shit was crazy. And like the shit didn't stop. So I go upstairs to go, because eventually that shit calms down. I go upstairs and they just keep going. Now the bitches is mobile. The bitches that was, was outnumbered are mobile now. I don't know where the car came from. Bitches is mobile and they out there talking shit out the window. And now these bitches are running up on the car. Guess what these girls do? They get inside the car, they roll the windows up and they lock the doors. So like now all you hear is, that's why her pussy stay. I'm like, damn. Man. And I'm not gonna lie. I look. I looked at her. So I'm, a, I'm a kind of a connoisseur when it comes to pussy. And I looked at her. And I was like, it did not look like she has some good pussy. I was like, stay, stay. Maybe this isn't fake news. I'm just saying. I'm just but saying. Fire was in the air on Saturday. But that's what I'm saying, kid. That was my warm up to the UFC. After that, I had a fun time. I had a great night of watching. When Benavidez put them things on, bro, I was like... Good night of fights. I was like, ah. This My is only like... issue on the fight night, all fight night, was the fact that Benavidez fought three hours after everybody else. He did. He, he, really... fought, he fought so late. It was, I was just like, bro, he still ain't fought yet? He fought so late for no reason. Bro, fun fact. I fell asleep after the Vieira fight, like, literally... Literally after she put her hand up, that shit could knock me out. That shit, I was gone. I remember shit after her hand got up. I don't even remember. I don't even remember like seeing if I was mad or mad or like happy or upset about the shit. Like I just <laughs> don't remember none of that. I just remember going to sleep afterwards. And I thought I missed the Benavidez fight. Like I shit you not. I was like, damn, I missed the boxing fight. We probably still made it for the undercard. I'll find it. I'll find it online or something like that. I see y'all boys texting him in the group chat, following me. The boys is walking. I was like, what? All I see, this is all I see. I, this is like an anime. What's motherfucking Luminous? <laughs> and then the uppercut, <laughs> send his ass out the ring. Damn. Damn flying. That shit was tragic. I respect that boy's chin, I respect his hustle, but. That shit was tragic. But, uh, shit, anyone got anything else to say for boxing or uh, UFC? Shit, tune in to the next episode, man. Hey, yeah, this is going to be fun to break down this Romero and um and Tank fight because, like, Romero disgusts me. Yeah, but so tune in. We got, what, Tank and Romero. We're going to break that down for everybody. Uh, UFC ain't got no fights this weekend, so we're going to take a break on that one. Uh, but, shit, if y'all didn't agree with the Holly Holm decision or you did agree with it, drop a comment. Let us know how you felt about that. And if you think Canelo's ducking Benavidez, drop a comment. Let us know how you feel <laughs> about that one. And, uh, shit, till next time. This has been Get the light beam on me ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools. You can-